We're back at you in person. Yeah. And to think it's the first time we've seen each other in person in so long. I know. It's sad. It's sad. But we are we're, reunited. We're staying strong. We're, we're staying strong. Luckily, when we reunited, we did decide to be with each other for every day. For yeah, <laughs> many days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a very fun topic today that we we were just saying we've really been planning for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like even the notes we have on this, like I made truly so long ago. So it'll be fun to to get back into it. Yeah, and it really feeds off of um, if you listen to our last episode about we were talking about um, artists owning their masters, generally obviously inspired by the whole Taylor conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really wanted to talk about JoJo, one, because, wait, did I say that this was going to be the JoJo episode? Yeah. JoJo episode. No, you did not. Oh, okay. I'm announcing that this is an episode <laughs> about JoJo. JoJo! JoJo! Um, one, because we just, we are big fans of JoJo and we love JoJo, both the OG JoJo and mm-hmm. the new JoJo, um, but also because she also re-recorded her music and re-released it Mm -hmm. um like a couple of years prior to taylor doing it yeah um for different reasons that we'll get into but really just wanted to talk and think about that Mm -hmm. you know in the context of taylor as another example of artists doing that and really just to talk about her exactly we just kind of want to you know, we hype her shout, up. Shout her She's out. a vibe. She has a lot of great music. We'll be posting a playlist of some of our faves. Yep. Definitely I also recommend give that. Give a listen. Give the playlist a listen. I also recommend that, like, I think we're going to mention a few tracks. You you get on the internet and you find some of the, the unreleased tracks. Oh, yeah. She has a because ton she of has great unreleased so tracks. many. Because, as we'll get into, she wasn't allowed to release music. So, she really has some good stuff out there. She does. Um,. Yeah. Should we do our segment for... Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. I feel like we should do our segment for, like, OG JoJo. Mm-hmm. So, first two albums. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do it for her album, Mad Love On. Okay. Okay, so... Faves forever, forever and, and always. always. This is hard. I know, it's really hard. Like, it's really hard. I don't like, know she has, like, so many iconic tracks. Like, no, I you know. you have even, like, a guess. Okay, one the one I'm gonna say like at the time. That's oh, so hard. I know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say the song "Yes or No" from her first album. Okay. Um, even though I would say I was like way more into her second album as mm-hmm. an album, I feel like "Yes or No" on the first album really got me into the space mm-hmm. with JoJo. Mm-hmm. Like obviously the singles, but I love that song. Now my top song from from her OG days, but I was also so obsessed with the song "The High Road," which is like so funny. Yeah, it's that's kind of funny, like the gospel that's like a random one, one. but yeah. I loved it. Now, honestly, my top one from the OG days would be this time. 
Uh, might be mine. Too. I know. It's that one's so, so good. good. And you know what's so yeah. funny about that song? Is back in the day, I didn't like it because I was uncomfortable about the fact that it was, like, about sex. It's very sexual. It's very sexual, and she's, like, 15. And yeah, I was, like, it, it you is know, troubling. eight or whatever, yeah. and I was, like, this is, like, a lot for me. Yeah. But now, yeah. I'm, like, it's Bob. See, what's funny about that is, like, for me, I was just so unaware it was a sexual song. Like, I've, I've had I this, couldn't get away I've from it. I've had this with many songs from, like, that yeah. time where, like, I hear it now, and I'm, like, oh. I had no idea we were taking it this far. Yeah. Like, I thought we were talking about kissing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, do you want to say for, your, like, recent years, too, or just, we're just doing Oh, oh. Years? We'll do your OGs, and okay. then we'll do the my OGs, I would say, at the time, I was always very much more into the second album. I don't know the first album, like, Deep Cuts, like, as well. So I would say my favorite at the time was probably Let It Rain. Ugh. I was obsessed with so Let It Rain. Good. Let It Rain. And like the thunder sounds. No. Like it's like. Ah. No, I know, I know. Um, the transition from Coming For You into Let It Rain. Coming For You crazy. ends with like the rain sound. Yeah. And then it goes to Let It Rain. Like it's like. Oh. It's iconic. I also loved Good Ol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm going to copy you and say this time. That's great. Yeah, it's babe. so good. Because it's so good. Stream this time. Stream this time. <laughs> okay. Re-recording. Okay. Um, okay, now her new stuff. Oh, my God. It's, like, even harder. It's, like, even honest. harder. Because she's had Mad Love, Good to Know, and then the recent Trying Not to Think About It. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to say at the time. I mean, it's kind of hard to do, like, at the time. I know. Because, but we whatever. just say, like. You know, a fave, initial fave. Yeah, an initial fave that I still love so much from Mad Love is Honest, song Honest. Mm -hmm. You really made me appreciate that one. That song is iconic. It's really good. And my fave now is Come Back, the the solo version, not Mm -hmm. with the features. Yeah. I love that song. I mean, it's I mean, it's truly like the most sexual song there ever was. (laughs) Yeah. But I love it. Listen, if one person can do it, it's JoJo. It's JoJo. She I mean, she actually is the hottest person. She is so hot, yeah. Just love her. Okay, you go. Okay, um... I feel like an OG fave of mine on... I want to say Edibles. Yeah, Edibles is so good. Now I feel like I would pick something from Good to Know. I mm-hmm. think of her recent albums, that one's like definitely my fave. Mm-hmm. I honestly really like the bonus tracks on this one. Yeah. I really like In Your Room a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll say, I'll say In Your Room. All right. But great album overall. Great album overall. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, and we're hoping for new music soon. Jojo, yes. let us know. Yes. What you're working yes. on. Yes, she's recently called off an engagement, so we're hoping. So that's going to mean great songs. We're going like, to mean great I'm songs. sorry. Yeah. Wishing and her well. And she just finished her time on Broadway, so. Yes. She's literally, she's everything. Okay, so JoJo, a, a local gal, was born in Foxborough, yes. raised in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Um, she was noticed in 2003. She grew up very poor, um, and she grew up in largely... Um, like, I think her mom was, like, I think she 
just live with her. It was just her and her mom, her and they grew together. up. No. Um, I think her dad was, like, largely absent from her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that, like, he died, like, a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, he died well, a few years ago. Longer now, um, but yeah, and has, her mom, like, cleaned hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a notice in 2003 by record producer after she did a performance on America's Most Talented Kids. And she was signed to a record company called Blackground Records in 2004. They are most notable for being Aaliyah's oh. record label, okay. who obviously was, like, the biggest, like, thing in young R&B at the time. Yeah. Um, she released her debut album in 2004, which debuted at number four on Billboard 200 and was certified platinum, selling four million copies. Her debut single, Leave Get Out... Iconic track. Iconic track. Notably, they sent it to record companies without her picture on it so that they wouldn't think it was a 13-year-old girl. And she's never had the voice of a 13-year-old no. girl. I'll say that. <laughs> Peak to top the Billboard Top 40, becoming youngest solo artist in history at age 13. She was the youngest artist to be nominated for a VMA. Fun fact is she was offered the role of Hannah Montana, but she turned it down. Wait, she was? Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Um, and the essential tracks that we have from her debut, and as we said, we'll be posting a playlist, is Baby It's You, iconic song. Iconic. Please watch the music video in which she's like in an amusement park. And like... I just remember, like, be, like I guess she is, like, 13 or 14, like, in the music video, but I was just, like, you are, like, the prettiest person that's ever lived, mm-hmm. and you're so cool. Yeah. She has, like, there's a scene of her with, like, these rings on that literally say, like, JoJo. So cool. Like, so cool. And you know who's on that, I think? Okay, I forget... It's one of those rappers that was like Lil Romeo or mm, Lil, okay. yeah, Lil something. A little guy. A little guy. <laughs> um, not that kind of girl and yes or no, in addition to obviously Leave Get Out. Yes. Okay. Second album, The High Road, was released in 2006 and it had the top five hit Too Little Too Late. The album was certified gold, selling three million copies to date. And I had one of them. Oh, so did I. Like, the songs are so good. So good. The only one, I feel like the one I didn't like, well, I didn't really like Note to God. That's, yeah. But I also didn't like The Way You Do Me. Oh, I like that one. I think, again, I was uncomfortable. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, Essential Tracks, This Time, The High Road, The High Road. And let it rain. Like the high road had such a hold on me as a song, which is it's so, so funny. funny because it's really very like gospel yeah. inspirational. Mm-hmm. But like I just, I feel like her singing is so good on it's it. It's very suited for that. Like, like she's style, really just yeah. like going off, and I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also really liked the song "How to Touch a Girl." Yeah, me too. Like that, and that music video is like so sweet too. She's okay. got some great music videos. Yeah, she really does. Okay, so then unfortunately we get into, you know, the stuff that we're going to be talking about. And, you know, for context, I'm sure you're familiar with JoJo, but in case you are not. Like, obviously these albums were very successful. Mm -hmm. She was very much in the conversation of, like, pop girls. Oh, yeah, she was, like, like, a top girl. 
Like, yeah. She was, yeah. like, a main player of this kind of Yeah, thing. yeah. So, we just need to remember. Yeah. Okay. Simply never forget. Simply never forget. <laughs> okay. So, her label drama that lasted many, many, many years started in 2009. She said that her third album was done and she was waiting for her record label to sign a distribution deal to release her album. Um, I know these albums, like, I remember because I, like, loosely followed her career through this time, like, them having different names. Like, at first it was called, like, All I Want Is Everything. Then it was called, like, Jumping Trains. Then, like, it had different names. And she would be like, it's coming out. It's coming out. Mm. And then just nothing. Yeah. Um, she has since, she's, you know, on the other side of this, come out and talked more about, like, her label wanting her to, like, change how she looked and, like, change different things oh. that they were using as, like, excuses for why they weren't putting her music out. Mm-hmm. I think the reality of it was, like, they were going bankrupt. Mm. But unclear um but yeah she went through like a lot of a lot of stuff like fucked up stuff um so in august 2009 jojo filed a lawsuit against her record label for putting her in musical limbo she sought five hundred thousand dollars to be released from her contract so we remember that her second album was released in 2006 so this is three years later in October of that year, she was released from her contract and reached and reached a deal with Blackground to have her third album distributed by Interscope Records. So that that's at the time where it seemed like okay, she's out of it now. Mm-hmm. She appeared on Timbaland's album as a feature. Um, she released the mixtape independently. Can't take that away from me. Um, and she, she like released a couple of songs. She released Dis- that song "Disaster" with a music video. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she released another song called "The Other Chick" and announced that she was shooting a music video for it. The music video never came out, but it has since leaked online. And I urge you to watch it because it's crazy. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's just like crazy. In what way? I don't even fully remember, but I remember watching like. I mean, I'm pretty sure the song is crazy. Mm. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, she's like boxing. Why do I think this is so crazy? Let's see. I don't know. Okay, I don't know why I think this is so crazy. This just looks basic. Yeah. Is the song crazy? Maybe the song is crazy. I think it might be like, I don't know what the lyrics. She's like working out and then she's like dancing in the studio. So crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Let's see if the lyrics. I mean, it's definitely like, okay. You told me that she's the girl you look down on. You love me more because I'm the one you put your mouth on. Maybe it's very sexual and that's what it is. Me in the second. It's like I know. I'm such a prude. And you don't even look her way because she's so effing yesterday. Uh, I think it's the song yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the lyrics are tough. Yeah. You pull up to the party. She's in your passenger seat. I thought that girl was a joke, but she's laughing at me. Come to find out I'm the other chick. Um, so I was just some babe you effed around on. I'm so effing yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I'm so much hotter than her, but I guess you disagree. I thought that girl was a joke, but she's laughing at me. Okay. All right. It's giving once a cheat, always a cheat. Yep. 
Okay. Um, yes, around this time, she announced she changed the name of her third album from All I Want Is Everything to Jumping Trains. She released a song, Disaster. The promo- She released a promotional single in 2011 called Sexy to Me. I also remember that's another crazy song. <laughs> she announced her upcoming single, Demonstrate, which has since come out and she filmed a music video but that was never released black this is now in 2011 oh 2011 yes yeah. blackground loses the distribution deal with interscope in late 2012 so besides these like random songs that were released with like no promotion she hasn't released anything and it's kind of crazy too to be quote unquote out of her contract with Blackground, well, but that, then not able to actually do anything because they're still trying to figure out their deal with well, Interscope. that might have been a... I maybe shouldn't have said released from contract. It seems... It seems that she entered into some deal with Blackground to have her music distributed by Interscope. Right. But maybe but she was, was still s- in seemingly the... contingent on a deal they had not completed with Interscope when they made that deal with yeah, like, it, she still seems to be entrenched with them. Right. Um, yeah, so then, again, more just, like, fucked up shit with the label, telling her she needed to lose weight and trying to blame her for not releasing music. Yeah, um, she, I remember, like, year, it was several years after this, she wrote, like, a very powerful, like, letter, basically, like, talking about, like, all the stuff that like they were like trying to get her to do when again at this time she's literally like still like a teen like yeah she's probably like 23 or something yeah and like doing all this shit because like she quote needed to lose weight and like she couldn't have her music come out unless she lost weight even though it's so obvious that it's like they didn't they were like failing and did not oh, yeah. together to be able to release something, but they're like, no, but no, like, no, let's like make it about your uh, body, yeah, because of course, like trash. Um, so at this time in 2012, she's continuing to release music independently online. She released her second mixtape, Agape, um, which I really like. Essential tracks from this, obviously, not on the playlist because they're not on streaming. But the song Billions, I'm Thinking Out Loud, so good. Um, not to be confused with Thinking Out Loud by a cheer, of course. <laughs> truly not to be confused. It's so good. Like, I'm going to play a second of it. I don't think JoJo will mind. <laughs> we had a meeting at the farmer's market and talked over a bottle of wine. <laughs> JoJo. Yeah, JoJo's here. <laughs> We had a meeting at the farmer's market and talked for a bottle of wine. A parliament, my cigarette, he sparked it. I know I was playing with fire. Man, I shouldn't come here alone. I've been looking for love in all the wrong places and telling myself I'm grown. When I look in his eyes, I'm his girl, and he knows it. He cares like you love me now. You know I can't tune that out. Your frequency I'm just- 
beautiful. Okay, let's play the defense. <laughs> so good. Do you know this one? I like when she like. July 2013, JoJo filed another lawsuit against Blackground for, quote, irreparable damages to her professional career, with the argument that minors cannot sign contracts for more than seven years. She signed in 2004, so it should be expired by 2011, she argued. In December 2013, JoJo and Blackground agreed to drop the case to come to an agreement outside of court. January 2014, JoJo is released from the label and signed a new contract, yay, yay, with Atlantic Records, and she released the EP, Hashtag Love Joe. In 2015, her first release through Atlantic Records, she released three, which she was like calling the Tringle, because mm-hmm. it was like three songs, um, When Love Hurts, Save My Soul and Say Love, which are all so good. So good. Um, this is really when I like, yeah, this became was aware that, that she, she was, was like, like back. back. Yeah. Because this was like actually releasing something. Yeah. Not just like, like online. I never really knew like the mixtapes that she was like putting out. In even the, in though, years. even though you know, the our friendship link yes, to this. But that was after this. Wonder Woman was after. No, I know, but you wrote okay. So the so Laura and I, yes, became kind like like friends sophomore year of college, but not really like friends, but not super close. Yeah. Then Laura Laura went abroad for the all of junior year, and I think it was the summer after junior year or something. Coming back into senior year, you I like followed you on like Instagram or something, and you wrote an article mm-hmm. reviewing Love Joe too. Reviewing no, it was reviewing the Tringle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, because I didn't know the love. I didn't. Know oh, okay. Well, I saw, and I was but like, yes, oh my god, like a, year into JoJo, like I'm also yeah, into JoJo. It was a connecting <laughs> point because then I feel like it wasn't that long after that that she released like Wonder Woman. Yeah, she released this song online again, not on streaming called Wonder Woman. Which is so good. It's so good. And I was like... You, like, posted, I posted it on, it on, my, like, on her, like, Facebook wall. Like, amazing. <laughs> and I was like, you, like, might like this song. Like, and I'm like, know. oh, trust me, like, I'm listening yeah. to it. Like, it's just... It's so cute. You might call it an invisible string. You might call it an invisible string. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, she releases... I also always think of, in the music video for Say Love, 
the house that she's in looks so much like my parents' house. Yeah, it does. It really does. I'm like, were you here? You're like, I live here. She then, um, so what is unfortunate that she also said at this time, not like super unfortunate, but she basically says that she signed to Atlantic Records because she was like, she really liked the either label president or A&R guy or whatever, this one guy who she felt like really like got her music and then he left Atlantic Records, but she was like still there. Yeah. So she released her album Mad Love, which is a great album Mm -hmm. and she's very proud of it but I think she felt like it was a bit more pop leaning than than R&B and she would have preferred but still obviously a way way better situation than the situation she was in yeah um it's a really good album it was it was her dad died and I guess he always used to say like I love you madly or something so she named it for him. Right, okay. And, um, yes. and yeah, it's just like, it's such a good album. The first track, Music, is so good. I never listen to music, I'll be honest. Ah, uh, Laura. It, you know, I know, because you know, it's just, like slow, but I like. Like I know, but she's it's literally like but the fact that it opens the album. No, it's it I opens, it's literally it's about powerful, it's about but... how like music has always been there for her. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and it's so good. And then yeah, some you know, it's so funny because I literally listened to this album like last week. Oh really? Yeah. And I I recommend everyone do it. Just give it a spin. Give it a spin. Like I know, Fab, I fake ass bitches. I remember yeah. <laughs> that song really helped me when I was going through, because um, that came out our ju. When did that come out? Junior year of. Well, 2015? No, 2017. Oh, 2017. Junior year of college. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going through a friend breakup myself. Yeah. And I really related to Fab. Nice, yeah. Fake ass bitches. And that's accurate. And it's still hits. You were dealing with. I was dealing with a fake ass bitch, and so and it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Laura. It was um, and what else is on that album? Yeah, edibles, edibles. like that. High heels. Uh, high heels. On honestly, the bonuses are good too. Clovers. Yeah. Rise up, like it slaps. It slaps. Um, and she also started like touring again, and like this is when she was opening. She opened for Fifth Harmony. Oh yeah, and I saw it. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And during that time, she became close friends with Lauren Haraki. Yep. From the family. We love it. Um, okay, so then, basically, after that album was released, she then, and had concluded her contract with Atlantic, she then signed with Warner Records, which is where this dude had moved to. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, in 2017, and there she... Um, basically started the process of what we're going to be talking about which is her re-recording so at this point jojo's releasing new music but her original music is not available on streaming like you can't find or on youtube the first two, albums. The first yeah. two successful albums thankfully i owned like i owned them in my like amazon music yeah you had like the, so i like had them the which like thank god because i literally in college still 
had the physical CD of the and you were like, I cannot get rid of it. No, literally, like I was like actively listening to it in my car (laughs) because like you couldn't listen to it anywhere else. You couldn't listen anywhere else. So yeah, Um, which obviously, like as she's trying to get her career back and like you know remind people of who she is, like sucked so much. Yeah, that her albums that had literally sold like millions of copies. Right. weren't coming up when you look up her name. Right. Or it couldn't be streamed, couldn't make that money, all of that. Right. Basically, essentially because Black Round had just completely gone under as a label. Yeah. And, like, were so defunct that they couldn't even, like... But they still obviously owned the master recording. So if right. they didn't decide to put them on streaming, like, she was out of luck. Right. So once she signed with Warner... She decided to re-record and re-release her debut album, JoJo, The High Road. The high, why do I say I every, know, time? every time? The High Road. <laughs> and the singles Demonstrate, which was never officially released, and the single Disaster as re-recordings through Warner, since the original versions were not available on any streaming platforms. And I remember a couple of things. One, when she did this, it being, like, a big deal. Because mm-hmm. people were like, oh, my God, JoJo. Right. Like, her music's back on streaming. And, yeah. like, this a is moment. a thing. Yeah. Um, and her doing press and saying that, like, she didn't even have the original recording. So she was like, we had to, like, you know, go on YouTube and try and, like, listen to the so instruments crazy. and yeah. see if we could, like, match them to do the re-recording. Right. So, a few quotes from her. She said, quote, My manager, Jida, and I were talking about how this was something we'd seen in comments a lot on Twitter and Instagram and just how it was not right. Even though I'd gotten out of my record deal, I was still feeling the effects of how things were mishandled. We wanted to try to come up with a constructive way to satisfy what my fans wanted and to also get the creatives, myself included, the publishing money. Streaming is something that's very lucrative and important for an artist's career and it was being missed out on not just for me but the people who helped make these albums. We had lots of conversations with my lawyer and we made sure this was something we could legally do because I was like, can I we just put it out? Do I need to re-record them? And that was the way we got around it, remaking everything from scratch 100%, recreating the tracks from the ground up, completely new vocals, completely new backgrounds. Me and my favorite engineer went in and we recorded it in about two weeks. We did two songs a day and then the mixing process took a lot longer. I didn't want it to be a rush thing, but I was just so excited and I remembered all the harmonies and all the backgrounds and it was just flowing naturally. I was just tired of seeing the same complaints on my timeline and having to be like, I have nothing to do with that, or ask background. I felt so out of control and I hate feeling out of control, so I'd like to try and focus on what I can do. One of my favorite quotes is, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. I have it tattooed on me because it's so important to me, so I started because I wanted my fans to have what they deserve, which is access to my entire catalog. But then it just it turned into something I didn't know I needed. I really connected with myself as a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old recording my first and second album. I vividly remembered being so excited, so innocent and naive. It was healing in a way that I didn't even know it could be, and it really put me in a play, good place to start making new music because I had just been so angry. It felt really good to be able to reclaim my time and my history in a way. It is powerful. It is powerful. So, following this, 
in 2020, JoJo released the album Good to Know through Warner Records. And this is such a funny album because I remember we were like really excited for it to come out. Mm-hmm. And then it came out and it's it's definitely very R&B. Like mm-hmm. it's still pop, but it's very R&B. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, because I obviously loved Mad Love. And I was like, I don't know. I wasn't sure about it. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I just, like, started listening to it. And then I was like, no, wait, this is, like, amazing. Really and I good. became, like, obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah, And then she released, like, the deluxe mm-hmm. with all the extra songs that are so good. So good. And it's just so good. And it's such a good project to listen to, like, front to back. Yeah. Because it really, like, goes in a sequence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, essential tracks, like, you know, I Love So Bad, mm-hmm. Pedialyte, the song, Man, yeah. Comeback, What You Need from the Deluxe, mm-hmm. iconic music video. So iconic. Iconic dancing. Um, 2020, also pandemic, she was, like, slated to go on tour for Good to Know. I think we had tickets, right? Yeah. Sad. And then pandemic, so she released a Christmas album, which is kind of a hilarious, like, R&B Christmas album. With, like, a lot of, like, original Christmas songs, right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really, like, hit for me, but, like, no, blessings to her. Blessings, yeah. yeah. We support. I mean, how often are you listening to, like? A Christmas album. No, and yet everyone's making them, and it's like, could we just not? I know the you know the ones that my two OG Christmas albums are Kelly Clarkson, yeah, and Casey Musgraves. Mm, Those yeah. are so good to me. And then I like random other songs, but like I don't need no like a, a Christmas album. album. No. Okay, twenty twenty one. She released what she called an EP, but it's twelve songs. It's literally an album. So okay, um, it's called trying not to think about it. Um. It, the theme of it is, like, mental health. Like, she was writing a lot about mental health from, like, the pandemic or whatever. So, I will say it's not amazing to me. It doesn't yeah. really, like, hit in the same way. Yeah. I think just because it's a very specific – it's about a very specific topic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, like, the point of it. Right. Um. The essential track that I do love from it is Spiral Season. Me too. Like, this so is good. such a good song. Yeah. Um, she, also, at this time, she got engaged. She is she is since not engaged, not engaged, as we mentioned. Yeah, since this came out, she went on a tour for it, and then, that I saw. Yeah. Um, and then she has been on Broadway, as we said. Yes. In, starring in Moulin Rouge. Um... Also in September 2021, Blackground announced that her debut album and The High Road would be re-released and put back on streaming. So they are on streaming now. Yeah. The OG versions. Um, JoJo encouraged her fans not to listen to that to those due to the absence of credited songwriting on the original projects. So she said that streaming the old versions won't support her. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be because she didn't, like, write on the songs, but maybe she got a writing credit on the re-recordings because she was, like... Right. Like, well, changing I'm, them? I don't know. My guess is that, like, she wrote on them, but they just didn't give her the credit, like, back in the day. Mm. And so... And I also find it so annoying that it's, like, after she's re-recorded them and, like, done everything, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we could put the files up. Yeah. Like, fuck you. No, I know. 
So don't, don't stream Don't stream those. Um, and now I feel like, well, okay, first, any just, like, general thoughts about this whole thing. I mean, obviously this happened, you know, the re-recordings happened in 2018. So, you know, a, a year before Taylor announced she would be doing re-recordings. Yeah. And obviously, you know, a different reason, but a similar... There's similar... Uh, similar ideas yeah. about, like, you know, I wanted to be in control of this and I wasn't, and so I would redo it. And this really was... Is the only other artist I can think of, at least in, like, contemporary pop music, to do a re-recording. Yeah. Like this, and for this purpose. Like, the idea of, like, not a remake of a song or, like, a new version, but, like, going back and literally mm-hmm. being, like, let me copy. Like, if you listen to her re-recorded version and the original very similar to Taylor it's like the same thing like they were like a mature voice (laughs) right like they were trying to really just do the same Mm -hmm. thing so it's really the only other example of that which I is that I know of yeah yeah and I think it's so yeah it is cool how like Jojo for at least for us was like the true like introduction to this yeah and now obviously because Taylor's doing it it's such a more like known idea and like idea but I'm like Jojo paved Jojo paved the way as she has done throughout her career yes like yeah I can't say it enough just like listening obviously to her original music like the re-recordings like it they're so good like the quality of them obviously is is so good for when you think about the fact that she was, like, 13 and whatever. Like, they still really hold up. But I will also say that, like, you know, and that nostalgia is so fun. But please listen to her, like, more recent music because it really is so good and it's not, it's not recognized. It's not recognized. Um, So, yeah, so then, you know, I thought we could end with a few, like, comments that she made about Taylor and the situation. Love it. Okay. So, during the lawsuit, JoJo apparently spent time with Taylor Swift, whom she met through mutual friends. It like is, her original lawsuit? Yeah, yeah, yeah the many like years. Like the 2012 type years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, whom she met through mutual friends. It suggested that, you know, because JoJo is close friends with Francia Raisa, who's been in two of JoJo's music videos. Um, who obviously is very close friends with Selena Gomez, her kidney donor. Or is she really or, good friends with but, her? You know, but they're connected. They're very connected. Um, who obviously is close friends with Swift. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that JoJo has met Taylor Swift. No, no. You know. Um, quote, she said, a few years ago, I believe this is when um, JoJo was talking about doing the re-recordings. Mm. She said, quote, a few years ago, Taylor had me over to her house, actually. She was just like, I can't believe everything you're going through. This is so fucked up, so wrong, blah, blah, blah. JoJo recalls of their hangout. And of course, she couldn't have ever known she would go through something similar, where her catalog was bought from her. But our situations were actually quite different, JoJo says. I was literally being completely silenced. Taylor's in a different position in her career. I was really sidelined and it was pretty hurtful. I don't think her career is suffering because of whatever happened. They're still available on streaming services. That's the difference. 
adds Jojo. I'm on the side of these women, but at the end of the day, the situation between... It's funny that she's, like, saying this so much. I know. But at the end of the day, the situation between her and Scooter is vastly different than what I was going through with Blackground. To be honest, I don't have any problem with Scooter Braun. I think he's a really smart man, but it does suck to feel like you're not in control of your own shit. Interesting. I think she's just so, like, understandably, like, bitter about the situation. Yeah. Which makes total sense. And obviously and I feel Taylor like, is, like, the most famous, like, pop and, star. And she's like, right. Like, this has only helped her career. Like, it hasn't hurt it in any way. Right. Whereas so I do JoJo get JoJo's, like... Like, basically a decade of, like, not being able to do literally And her career, anything. like, never... Reco- like, it's, no, it's no. not what it, like, could have been. Right. So I'm sure, yeah, if someone suggests, like, oh, and Taylor's, like, going through what you went through. Right. She's like, no, she's not. Like Taylor's literally a billionaire, but okay. <laughs> but you know, like it's cool that you know Taylor had her over and yeah, like, talked to her about it. So yeah, that's where we end. That's where we end. Stream JoJo. Stream JoJo. And we'll let's play another song, JoJo song to go out on. Okay. Should we do another like unreleased yeah. song? I mean, we could do Wonder Woman. Oh my God, Wonder Woman. Since it's close to our hearts, it is close to our hearts. Reminiscing, touching all the places that your lips were kissing. From the bedroom to the hallway in the kitchen, where our fantasies came true.
Just you saying that's my Got me restless on a hectic When I reminisce, I'm still loving it It was like that chronic, bionic Just on some other shit And you know I really miss your body And you know I really miss your body Ain't nobody get it like you got it You got it, you got it, good boy Drink some new stuff on me Baby, do you think about me still? Cause I Stream Jojo, stream folk course.